swell Put flame to dark earth raised it down At Zana stands where once it fell To mountains red with ash and blood All following the battle's path We go to stem the Malkar flood and fear the old ones trembling This is part two of session 50. The sun sets on the serpent. So, seeing this, <coughs> knowing that there's only a few moments before this plan is going to begin, I'm looking at Zolor. You're outside? Yeah. Okay. And I hold my tail to the side. Well, Elwin hasn't come out yet. I know. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I'm waiting. Okay. So, it's not too terribly long. Maybe half an hour. Before you see the door to the tent kind of shift, Elwin emerges holding two wine goblets. Inside the and I switch my tail twice. Okay. Making sure Zolor sees it. Elwin walks past you and into an adjacent tent, possibly where she's storing her wares. Mm -hmm. You can see as Zolor kind of nods, all of his men begin to move. And all of you emerge from the tent. Mm -hmm. You all emerge from the tent. Zolor's men casually stroll over to the brazier in the center and with shocking precision draw their blades and plant them on the necks of all of Rebus's guards without killing them. Mm. <clears throat> Holding their hands over their mouths. And you can see as there's this brief second of going for a blade from all of his men and then a relaxation as their hands go up. Rebus looks at all of you as you pass. Who? I'm sorry. <laughs> Zolor. Hey, bud. Sorry. Stop. <laughs> twist. It was Rebus the whole time. Um, Zolor looks at all of you and kind of nods. I'd like to look at one of the people who has the like one of Rebus's guards. Okay. As I drop Alter Self. Doesn't have a clue who you are. Doesn't matter. It was a pretty meal for me, Dad. All right. I don't wear things for other. Gotcha. I don't think we can sneak up on the person no, straight in. Now do we ready action? Uh, I don't think it's an action. I think we go in that bubble. This is shot ready in action. What are you ready? Okay. Are we, uh, are we cutting open action? the back of the tent? Okay. The attack action for if Revis tries to attack us. Okay. I would like to ready a spell. Okay. Hold monster. I'd like to ready a spell also. Okay. Which one? Force cage. Okay. I ready uh, hold person. All right. I ready a dagger. <laughs> okay. We just What's the trigger oh, for all of you? Um, <coughs> my trigger as soon as we see him in the tent. Same. 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 Oh, hold off on it just a second. Is 
Your trigger can be if he does anything at all to indicate that he's going to do anything at all. Okay. And I promise that'll work. I won't hurt him. I'm just going to put him in a cage. I, I was yeah, if he twitches, killing. if he twitches wrong. Fine. All right. Yeah, I, I promise I'm not going to screw you on right. that. All right. All right. All okay. right. All right. All right. So, Can I I've, change standing outside of the tent, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to screw you, with, for only a few seconds before you act, how do we walk into the tent? How do we get into the tent? I'd like to go in the back, like cut open the back of the tent. Okay. Mm, okay. Same. That sounds fun. Okay. I'll, Just knock the whole tent down. I want to go in through the front. Yeah, I want to go in through the front. Okay. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be in through the front. I'll so like stealthy people side. in the back. Yeah. Left side? Yep. Left side? All right. Anything else? We're going in. Back, left, front. Uh, Meryl? Me and Roth and Axe are in the front. We're going to cut this Meryl? tent apart from the kid away. I'm going to let everybody go in, take a beat, and then go in, just in case he bolts. I want to try and catch him. Good plan. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So, if... If we got somebody in the back, got somebody on the right, I'll take the other side. Is it a square tent? No, it's an octagon. Octagon. Okay. Like a circle oh, tent. My, my held action is haste if I see him running away. Okay. You're going to haste him? <laughs> <laughs> he Get the fuck out of here. Back. I said, run, they can't know we're working together, bitch. All right. I'm so, looking for the going. I got a dagger. And all of you have dropped your disguises at this point, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Not right? Maybe. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Arabian Hitler, remember? So. Yeah. <laughs> so, those of you who are cutting open the tent, do it with a swiftness and a precision that is aided by the fact that your adrenaline pumps through your veins. Your heart beats in your chest. You slice open the tent, those of you who are slicing open the tent, emerge through within milliseconds. Those of you who are going in through the front, part open the doors, or the draped doors of this tent. Walk in. All of you emerging into this tent, besides Meryl, at the same time. And you all see the same thing. A very vulnerable Rebus. In the bed. Covered by, we'll say, silks. His sword belt hung on the headboard headboard. and within these milliseconds there is this flash of movement hold on as he reaches for his sword belt but realizes it's too late all of you stand around him and there's this silence that pervades over the tent before he speaks Well, you are not who I was expecting to see. (laughs) This is no doubt some planned revenge for my perceived slight. And although it is tempting to remind you that you drew first blood, I won't bother. Who am I to rob you of your bloodlust? You can see as he sarcastically raises his hands and says, I surrender. I'll come in with a man. I rip off the silks. Now what? I rip off the silks. I like (laughs) (laughs) that. 
Okay. I'd like to walk up, grab a sword belt. Are you looking? Yeah. All right, you well, look. Well, it's, Constitution we're getting into we're getting into straight SA here, I guess. But anyways, um, How, what are we talking? Length, girth. We're we're I mean, if I'm if I'm talking about what I've never pictured in my head. Um, Don't lie. Roll for it. Roll for it. I mean, uh, average is six. Oh guys got a serpent, right? Like that's a D six. It's not uh, a D6. Uh, average is 6 inches, so it's a D12. It's a D12. D D yeah, D8 average is 6. Okay, that's fair. D12 D plus 1. Oh my god. Uh, 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 no plus 1 is a D10. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Probably described best as. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm <don't laughs> Given who he is, I'll describe this as a. Definitely an adult python. <laughs> Alright. So. All right, let's bring down the average, guys. <laughs> he holds his hands up. I'd like to walk up and grab a sword belt. Okay. Say, you won't be needing this. And I'll walk out of the cut that I made. Okay. And I'll, I'll manacle his After hands. a beat. Yeah, I'll come in and manacle his hands. He offers his hands. Behind him. Ah. Behind him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, find a something to wrap him up in. Okay. Yeah. What? A silk that I found on the ground. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you. Now, do we need any particular information from him? I I'm sure. So. <clears throat> I'm sure if he has anything he thinks is worth telling us, he's probably going to tell us, and uh, as part of a bargain to let him go, aren't you? Can I cast the spell now? Sure. Make an intelligence saving throw. What is the spell? Feeble mind. Oh my god. <laughs> he ain't gonna remember that. You know I have like a whole monologue written, right? You right. gonna uh, make like, him I mean, I, you gotta remember that there's 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 sides to this. I don't give a shit about it. He's already... Sure, okay. Like, no, 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 no monologue. It's fine. We're fine. No, wait. wait the monologue. I'll wait. How long until feeble mind wears off? Uh-oh. It doesn't. I thought we gave him a chance to monologue. Mm -hmm. Looks like I closed out of... In any case, I didn't say it. I cast Arcane Lock on it. Okay. Go ahead and take that off for me. <clears throat> I mean, not literally a python, but... You know what I meant. Well, yeah, guys, you perverts. Bro got his tail turned around the wrong way, is what you're saying. <laughs> I didn't know you were reversed to vaccine. So he is shackled. <laughs> you leave the tent with his sword belt. <laughs> After he yielded. After he yielded. Well, not really yielded. He's not yielded. He surrendered. Still doesn't mean he's not going to try something. Oh, wait, is that not the same thing? No. I'm back in the tent. Dude. Oh, oh, no, no we definitely misinterpreted that. I thought for yes. sure. That, that he was, was yielding. Yield. Okay, so there's a difference between yielding and using the words I yield and surrendering with intentions to escape. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm back in the tent now. Okay, so. Yeah, no. Uh, I've got him shackled. Now keep in mind, murdering someone is it's still. It's, I mean, a, uh, it, it's who you're murdering. <laughs> it's who you're murdering. Yeah. Yeah. I've got him shackled. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use the rod of alertness to check him for any magical items. Who knows? 
Who knows? <coughs> no. We don't have any you like, butt crystals. Yeah, you could have, have any fancy butt crystals. You do see one of the pockets on his sword belt that is roughly shaped the the, the right shape for a gate stone. I a butt crystal. Take it out. Okay. Is it? Does it look like the gate stones that we've seen in the past? Right of alertness. I put it in the bag of holding. Okay. You know, or my pocket board. of holding. A butt okay. Alright. The bedazzled butt plug. Mm-hmm. I'm out. You get the plus the constitution. Put his pants on him. What? And, and throw silk over his shoulders. Okay. Uh, why? What is wrong with you? Bunch of fucking perverts, man. What is wrong with you? I know, right? You're not part of us. Don't include me. I'd do it. Okay. I said his clothes on fire. What are we doing? Uh, I'm also waiting for I, a monologue, I, I, I guess. Go go ahead with what you're doing. You asked him what, Meryl? Um, I said I'm I'm sure that if he has anything worth telling, or at least something he thinks is worth telling, he'll use it to bargain his way out of this. Isn't that right? I'm talking to him. Please. Yeah, I know. Please. Um, he looks at you and he says. Anyone who would take this much effort to track down someone who is only making a living would know. It's no use. We haven't met yet, by the way. Meryl Frozen. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (coughs) Grabs his penis. Guys, let's let's focus on what we're doing. How deep does this go? Does this end with you? Not to be misconstrued as an attempt to bargain for my life. No. This does not end with me. Insight check. Make an insight check. 24. Can I give her a part of inspiration? Sure, if you'd like. Did he think I was talking about his attempt on us or the slave trade? It's only one. He thought he was talking about his involvement with the Sons of Salazar and... The Strange Ones. And the Strange Ones. Um, okay. That the there was the intention. Who, um, who leads the Sons of Salazar? Hang on, let's do that. It's like... So, 25. 25? Mm-hmm. Seems to be telling the truth. He certainly doesn't think that this will end with him, with his death. <clears throat> you look at him and say this? <clears throat> he just looks at you. Here we go. Can we take so, a So, your life, you've obviously know, is probably forfeit. What about your legacy? Does that mean anything to you? And I'll alter self to look and sound identical to Revis and say, because it can all be taken away. Mm. Looks at you and he says, legacy is an illusion that is only now. <clears throat> From the beginning of your life to the end of your life, the only thing that matters is power and what you do with it while you live. Your daughter will be so terribly disheartened to hear that you said that. Oh, I'm sorry. Our daughter. Make an intimidation check. 
was pretty good. That's yeah, that's crazy, man. <clears throat> Twenty-eight. so different after all. Anyone who'd threaten a child is certainly on par with someone as evil as me. I don't think we think we're threatening anyone. That's what, he, that's what he perceived it as because that's his mindset. Sure. Um, I have a question. Who knows you're here? Just looks at you with this blank stare. Is he still laying on the ground? No, he's, he's standing. standing. Currently, he standing. He can put clothes on the man. He's about ready to beat him there. Let me know what you want to do. Can we start cutting off digits? You want to try that? Work? Well, that I mean, works? I was I was gonna kick him in the ribs because you know I want some questions answered. Yeah. I mean, well, so if, if he's if, if he's standing, flat, he can't talk. if he's standing, can I take the flat side of my uh, great axe and smack him across the side of the ribs? Okay. Do you do this with intention to create to create great bodily harm? No. Or are you just My intent really is to intimidate him. Knock the ear out. Okay. Alright. I'm, I'm trying to gain compliance. Okay. Uh, you do this, a swift strike to the ribs, and you can see as he kind of buckles just a little bit. And this isn't it's not gonna require a check in these circumstances. He's silent. Perhaps we should take him somewhere a little bit more controlled. This is very controlled. Oh, not really our home turf. We can just waltz back into Feyroth and have his people tell us everything we want to know. Let's kill him. Let's just, I mean, in, any last words? Do you prepare to kill him? I'm very prepared to kill him. I'm going to kill him, so any last words? I need to know when we are seconds away from the death of Rebus. That's what I need now. To okay. I'm, I'm going to kill him. I'm dropping the disguise and leaving the tent. All right. Out the cut I came in. All right. You're I'm staying. Leaving. I I I guess. I'm leaving. It's gonna be straight in the ear, twist, twist. Like you know, it's, it ain't gonna be pretty. It's gonna be ugly. I'm just saying. You're face to face with him when you do this. I don't know. This doesn't feel very. It, no, it doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't feel right. <clears throat> you place the dagger up to the side of the. I'm gonna stand. hold on. I, I'm going. Oh, to. Well, let me say this mm-hmm. before it's plunged. Mm. You place the dagger up to the side of his head. You can see just the slightest bead of blood that trickles down his very dark face, and you can see that this is the moment of realization. For Rebus. As his body tenses and he looks you in the eye, he says, Who are you to judge me? I came from nothing. I was an orphan on the streets of Faroth when I realized the world could be bent to my will. I see the same ambition in your eyes, the same bloodlust, the same thirst for power. Tell me you wouldn't have died, you wouldn't have clawed your way to the surface like a drowning rat. And he looks at you, Nicholas. 
Look me in the eyes and tell me you wouldn't have done anything or killed anyone to carve out a better life in this world. Looks at you, Meryl. Tell me! The only difference between me and you is opportunity. And then he waits. I think we should talk. Would we have heard all of that? You probably would have heard that, yes. Not hearing a body hit the floor? Nope. I'm just saying, I'm a I'm a look I'm a look everybody in the eye. You got one second. You got one well, second. They're, they're outside the tent, so let's figure out what that how that happens. I'd look at you and I just kind of lower my head and walk back in. I'll go back in as well. I'd like to get this close from his face. <clears throat> okay. Wait, are you stop? Are you are you pausing me? I'm, I'm going to say. I'll reach up and grab your hand. Just a second. I plugged mm-hmm. one dagger in his hand. I, I mean... I guess you stab his hand. Yeah. Okay. So I take out another one. Winces with obvious pain. Yeah. I take out another one. And... Let me get this far from his face and say, You traded lives as if they were cattle. People who could have had the opportunity to claw their way out. You robbed them of that opportunity. You are no better than a Darth Maul. Are you sorry for any of the lives that you stole? Looks at you. I would do it all again if it meant making a life for myself. I look at Limbaugh. Are you going to say anything? Do you look like you're going to say something? So I'll put another one in his other hand. Okay. Another jolt of pain. <clears throat> Are you you're taking these daggers out? Yeah. Okay. He's not leaving them. <laughs> I was gonna say. Okay. <laughs> oh no, no, no. There. He's he's in there. I mean, regardless. There's nothing just, to pin them to. She's gonna he's think. It's not he's he's standing. Okay, fine. Yeah. He's, he's in there. Manacled, too. Yeah. I don't know. He's still in there. You were right about one thing. Power comes with a form of responsibility, and it does matter what you do with it. I know of many powerful people, specifically in this room, and not to say we don't have our regrets, but I think it's safe to say that our <coughs> lives have turned out much better than yours, considering where you are, where you are now. I will not be in here if we decide to let her kill you. And I may come to regret that. But I am willing to spare your life if you consider not just yourself, your daughter. Do you want her to have to claw her way out of things? Do you want her to have to come to terms with who her father was? Or do you want to show her that you can become better? He gets visibly angry at this. And he looks at you and almost seems to 
bark or belch these words out. My daughter will never want for anything in her life. And if she comes to the realization that her father did whatever it took to make sure she was taken care of, then I will die happy. I'd like to put the tip of a wand in his mouth. Okay. As you wish. And I'll take my helper it's a, it's a tactic, scare tactic. I feel like they're getting ready to breathe. Fair enough. I don't do anything. I just, just I stand back. Are y'all leaving? No, I'm not leaving. Okay, and you have my word that she will be placed in a well-populated and well-defended city. <laughs> or if there's some other means that you would like to have for her, I'm open to hear it. You're joking yourself if you think that I don't realize that you are no different than me. Whether you throw up this facade of being heroes, or moralists, or paladins, the reality is, is that if you were in the same shithole I was, then you would do the same. And he looks at you. End it. The only difference is that we can determine what happens to your daughter tomorrow. And you won't be able to. He's giving you the vibe that he doesn't trust you to okay. take care of his daughter. He is telling you that everyone in this world is the same. Okay. Is everyone who's going to dip, dipping? I'll turn. Um, I'll dip. Okay. Y'all gone? Okay. I'm in, I'm in the tent. I'm, well, I'm staying. Whoever. I'm okay. staying, but go ahead. That's fine. Nicholas, true, y'all. <laughs> okay. So, um, I'd like to lean in and look him dead in the eye and say, I've had to claw my way out of a very, very awful situation. I've clawed my way over bodies that I've made, that my friends have made, all with a smile on my face. The real difference between you and I at this moment, other than the slaving, is that I'll still be here in the morning. And you won't. And then... It's the sickening, squelching noise. Then the sound of thick, viscous liquid that falls to the carpeted floor, followed by a thud. I'd like to go to where they have his men held. I'm lighting a cigar as I go with her. All right, is everyone leaving? Um. I mean, he's buck naked, so he ain't got nothing on him, so. Does he have any other personal effects in the room? His sword belt, maybe a traveling pack. Yeah, he, he got the sword belt. Can I check the traveling pack? Okay, we're going to do two things. Okay, so while you're doing that, mm -hmm. we're going to the guards. Is everyone going to the guards, or is there something else? I'd like to pull him to the back of the tent and incinerate his body. Okay. Um, are you very careful? Because <laughs> you're no, on the tent. No, I, that's he what I said. said out, of out, out of the back oh, of the tent, gotcha. out of the sand. 
in that okay. clip. Because there's carpets and stuff I don't want to set okay. the So you bring him out into the sand. Yeah. And incinerate his body. Okay, and you do this through magical means. Yeah, so I'll, I don't know what level spell slot you think I need to do that. I have chromatic orbit. That's fire. I don't it's going to take quite a lot I mean, to incinerate a body. Damage. How many spell slots do you have? All of them. But how many do you have? Like one to eight? I yeah. have also have flaming sphere all at three fifth level. Are you going help. with him? I have burning I was going to press the digitation, clean up the blood, <laughs> and then go with Nicholas. Right. 18 spell slots. So between the two of you, you would probably be able to incinerate a body. Okay. It's, it, it's a, I know you probably don't realize this, but it is quite a task to burn a body. I mean, I know, but like 10 d is a lot of damage. <laughs> the rest of you, one of you going through his pack, which we'll get to, and the, re- and the three of you going to his guard. I walk by each of them, looking them in the eye, and as I look over and see the smoke, I would tell them, that is what happens to slavers when they meet us. Now each of you have a decision to make. Give up this lifestyle, or face the same consequence. And I will ask each of you, and I cast Zone of Truth. Now when you say us, you are no longer disguised. No. You're Limbala mm-hmm. of the Strange Ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I cast Zone of Truth and get all of them in it. And I look the first one in the eye. Will you give up the slave trade? So, looking at each and every one, did you have something? I'm sorry. Well, uh, so I was just going to ask, do we get the impression that they're, that Saffrex's people are willing to let these people go after having... You're doing something else right now. So when you rejoin this conversation, which will be sometime into it, because like I said, you're incinerating a body, then we'll address. Okay. Um, each and every one of these individuals within this zone of truth, you're getting the vibe that these are hired men. These are not members of the Sons of Salazar. Every single one of them very vehemently <coughs> begs and states that they will no longer be participating in that line of work. I don't care what the amount of gold is. You'll never do it again. All of them agree. Let me mention this. Call them up there. They're agreeing. I just want them all. Are all of you from Feyroth? No. They, they, maybe one of them is from Feyroth, but the rest of them are on Oshpaj. Again, these are, these are cell swords that Revis probably has met on his travels and hired. The one who's from Feyroth. I'll approach him. Okay. When you return home, I want you. Do we want them to tell a story? No. I think no. if anything, they're going to. Somebody. Going to stop the slaving, right? This this story is going to go back to them. Fair enough. They're going they to hear it. The tabaxi don't need to be involved. No, the tabaxi don't yeah. need to be involved. As a matter this, of fact, since this conversation is being had, Zolor, who is kind of let his men take over this holding of these people, kind of walks up to you, Meryl, quietly says, ah, these sell sorts, even if they agree 
not to get back into this barbarous trade. We'll quickly tell Feyroth who assassinated Rivas. The strange ones have two options. These are my trusted men and will never breathe a word of what happened tonight. Zone of Truth, ask them if they'll tell. Well, I mean, they may, they may intend not to tell now, but when they get tortured, they, they'll probably change their minds. Uh, oh, okay. thing, is that how Zone of Truth works? The, the other option, of course, yeah, what Zola is implying, is that we make sure that this never makes it out. Hmm? I, I agree for That's the two facts. options. The two options are, you can let them go, but it's going to get out. Mm-hmm. Or, it doesn't get out. Blackout, it doesn't so, get yeah. out. Yeah. We yes. gotta go. Uh, we gotta go. Media silence. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can't. We cannot risk Safrax. No. no. If for nothing else, we can't risk. He's he's too vulnerable. His city is still too vulnerable. We can't. Uh, and they're fully and completely involved in this. We can't. What happened to True Evil? Doesn't yield them. I mean, that's. I'm not saying I'm going to be swinging the sword. I'm just saying I'm I can't. Swinging them. They yield. Would Safrax take prisoners? Would he? These aren't Cypherx's prisoners to take. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm rummaging through a bag. I can't really participate. Yeah. I'm burning a body. Do I hear... Is Zor... Did he say this to all of us? Mm-hmm. Or did he say it to this one specific person? He said it loud enough where you could hear it. Mm-hmm. I'll um, we'll look at everyone and say... How about we give them a paid trip to Emmy? Make them pirates. No. Give them a new source of income. I would. This isn't. I would bet everything life. that I have that the pirates are also members of the slave trade in some way or another. We know for a fact that the sons of Salazar are. Or and they do have business. a yeah. They have a deep presence. Yeah, in, they have a strong Emming. presence within Emming. That's why the pirate king didn't feel like really getting in that that much. It, they're central to the economy. He said. Ultimately, I think this decision really needs to be made by Zolor. I mean, are, Zolor are, gave us are two we, options. Yeah, are we discussing saying. becoming slavers? Because that's, I mean, no. if we're, no, no, we're no. sending prisoners I'm, somewhere. I'm saying that if Zolor is not comfortable with people knowing about this, he needs to make the decision. They need to die. No. I'm kidding. I will look at everyone and say, I'm radio silencing the whole thing. These are cell swords. This is so, happening outside of Rathnack. They sold their services George. to the wrong individual. Yes, I understand that. But I can understand killing Rebus. I. It feels wrong. Tell even me, it takes a while. D8 of that fire. Just, e- just sec- six seconds. We haven't even gotten past. But perpetuating like, the cycle. No, six seconds of casting the spell after the spell after the spell. It takes several minutes. Your conscience may be spared at this uh, moment. In just a second. But when it gets back and the cycle starts all over again, and we're faced with the same task of putting a blade to someone's throat, what will you say then? I don't know. And that is my point. I was there and Nicholas returned. I want to know Zolor's thoughts. You return, I'll tell you what was in the bag in a minute. You look at Zolor and you say what? How do you feel about it? They're your men. It's your kingdom. What would Saffrox want you to do? You know what I mean. It is. He looks at you and he says, I 
Zolor pledged himself to Sephrax. When he knew that Sephrax would be the king. Because, ne because kings need other people's hands to be blemished. And then he raises his finger like this and just looks at you. As if to say, I'll snap. I won't stop him. I'm waiting. I'm splitting the throat. <laughs> One down. Did you have something I'm, to say? What's going on? No, I just need them to die. I'm I'm making the rounds. I'm splitting throats. I'm going right now. Oh. How many are there? Uh, six. All right, I'm making the rounds. Seeing you start this, Lindala. I walk away. I'm sorry? I walk away. Okay. What, what just happened? You slit the throat. Zolor's men jump in. Start stabbing. And you can see as the darkness around this brazier, the pure white sand that is illuminated by this light is invaded by this crimson thick sand that surrounds the brazier. That's All of them are what? dead. That's blood, because they're bleeding everywhere on the sand. They yielded, didn't they? Did they? I'll wipe my dagger clean. They very plainly yielded, and I walked away. I'd like to look at Zolor kind of aghast. Well, you were there. You returned. I like to go set up my tent. Would a funeral pyre be respectful? What would be the respectful funeral for these guys? <clears throat> it's generally respectful, the funeral pyre, across cultures. So I start to... Well, there's, we're in a desert. There's nothing to burn. I have burning hands. <laughs> We've been over we're back on this. <laughs> well, I mean, there's I, a brazier in the middle. Like, yeah, there is, there is a brazier. Uh, yeah, I know. Mm. Is, there, is there any way that I can give these guys a respectful... Funeral. You could bury them. You can bury them in the I sand. Start, I start to dig. Okay. I'll dig with him. I'm going to set up my tent. Hell, I'll dig right. too. Okay. Some of you digging graves. Some of you setting up tents. The outcome is the same. Eventually, you all have set up your tents and are not quite preparing for sleep when if if I could pull all of you together maybe you're in a central tent after this is that the case? which tent is it? Alistair's tent okay. Elwyn <coughs> silently enters I don't go into the tent okay Elwyn silently enters sits down Gestures as if she's asking for a drink that I know you have. Plenty of pour a glass of wine. She takes the glass and kind of sets it between her legs as she's sitting cross-legged and just kind of quiet. And then she says, Time is of the essence. I'm sure that you'll want to recover from this, but... 
In the morning, we must go to Feyroth. Does it have to be in the morning? Can we not have a day? Remind me, why are we going to Feyroth? To get the order. Okay. If the nobles get word that Rivas has not returned or has it not been heard from, then they will seize Rivas's daughter. I'm no, sort of sorry. divvying her out to one of the noble homes to use for her inheritance. I would argue we should go now. Go now, and then where to next? I'm not. I'm not ready yet. Can we go in the morning? It's just risk. <clears throat> we can I teleport. Like, I, I don't feel like there's risk in doing overnight because he would have expected to be, you know, fuck it all night anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we just—I don't know what we don't know. This is so. Time is a increasing time increases risk without knowing everything, but. If if the if doing it in the morning is the safest option, then that's what it is. Can Nicholas? Can you get everyone out? Yeah, uh, up to eight other people. That so. requires uh, his daughter to be willing. Right? Yes. Correct. I mean, I can. I think Elwyn should be. She must. She could be willing. If not, I can change and get Arcane Gate. You don't have to be willing to go through that. You can be dragged five hundred feet. I mean, it may not be much, but it may work. We can get her out one way or another. One way or another. If she, I mean, med, I'm on a meta game here. I'm sorry. If she's unconscious, technically she's considered an object, and you can take that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not true. It's only corpses. Because we've really? I mean, we, yeah we've pulled in, in unconscious people before. So. We can't teleport an unconscious person. You can <laughs> teleport you can if they're willing. either an unco- You can teleport either an object or people, but not both. And the way that we've done it in the past is unconscious does not count as an object that is a person. Okay. Oh yeah, that's one thing. We uh, like I say, I can if we can get five hundred feet from the exit, I can get us out. Uh, but that's just going to be outside of the gates. We still are going to have a long road ahead of us. I'm ready to go whenever you are. I say let's let let's let Ellen try and convince her first before we resort to other means. <coughs> Agreed. Will the morning work, or does it need That's, to be now? Well, she offered. She offered to go in the morning. Okay. So. She said you might want a break, but okay. So the morning. Ellen takes a large drink of this glass and. Almost, if, almost as if she has more to say <coughs> changes her mind. She rises and politely bows, places her hand on the pommel of this frost-brand scimitar that all of you sold to her, and turns to leave. I think we should have a family meeting. When we entered <coughs> the tent, I took off my mask, by the way. Okay. I'm going to go get... Uh, this tent. I'm going to go get Vandala. I'm not far. Okay. I'll go get her and bring her back to the tent. Okay. I'm going to be opening my temple, lighting the candle and the incense. Okay. I'll start. Everything that was done was completely and totally necessary. Necessary doesn't mean right. We let wanted me, Let this. me finish. Let me finish. 
It was all necessary. It all had to be done. It is our fault for making it a situation where it had to be done. We could have planned this better where they didn't have to die. It's on us. And we'll live with it. It's not fair for us religious types to attempt to force even a modicum of our beliefs on anyone else. That being said, I'm going to throw this out there, and it doesn't, no one needs to respond at all. I don't feel right about it. None of you need yield, or need stop if someone yields. It's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to push anything that I believe on you all. Lie to me next time. Tell me to leave, please. That's all, I, that's all I'm asking. I understand. It's not a burden on you guys to do that either. I'm asking as a friend. And I'm asking us to take more effort into planning it a better way next time. I'm good with that too. I don't understand. We wanted this. We planned this. We asked for permission to do this. We willingly set up an ambush to take the life of a man. A man. Not the cell swords who may or may not have been privy. Casualties of battle happen, Impala. I understand you know that this. better than anyone. Then why? I don't expect you to understand. I like asked you. Alistair said, I was wrong for trying to force you to behave in any kind of way. And I'm sorry for that. I can't be privy to what I consider to be blatant murder. Just because a sellsword takes the wrong job, I don't believe it should be a death sentence. So you'd rather live your life in blissful ignorance? I think that Linvala can respect that Renalia uh, does what she thinks is necessary. And I think that Renalia can agree that in the future we can plan this in a way where not so many people have to die. Unnecessarily. But if it is necessary, we understand that things have to be done. Unfortunately... Take a D8 inspiration, guys. Unfortunately, it was necessary. I agree. I didn't just walk around wanting to joyfully kill people. But also, I'm not trying to perpetuate a circle. Unfortunately, to avoid more situations like this happening, this, tonight, needed to end here and not spread. I'm preventing more scenarios of this happening. It started with Revis, it ended up snaking into a bunch of different things and ending up with, unfortunately, six more people losing their lives. Revis himself said it didn't end with him. So if someone were to go spread the word, you know, tell them of what happened this night, how many more Revises do you think will pop up? How many more people do you think will come after us, perpetuate this cycle? have cell swords and then they also have to be silenced silenced that's the problem we're, we're all correct here that is a, that is the reality no 
Meryl, I don't think that's true. I don't think our religious beliefs can be objectively correct. They are correct to us. And what happened is incorrect to us. What you're saying is logic in its purest form. It's cold. It's calculated. It is beyond emotion, feeling, or belief. It is fact. If they would have lived, they would have had a chance to spread the information. And, we And put our allies at risk. Put our allies at risk. Risk the safety of Tybaxis, the newly formed city, the government. That was not a risk that we could take. The issue only is in our religious beliefs, which we cannot put on you. I don't disagree with you. I'm not trying to make this a fight. When someone yields, if anyone yields, I say this now. Ask me to leave, please. I'm not trying to put it on you, I'm not trying to tell you not to do what is best. Ask me to leave, or I will stop it next time. Try and, to, anyway. And can we all here agree that we will put the most effort possible to avoiding unnecessary casualties? Yes. I'll ask you to leave. Thank you. And you, since you want to. Thank what you. did you have, Kyle? And you'll help us plan to uh, avoid unnecessary casualties? Just because I have to plan this? Fair enough. I just want to say that um, Rathanek says, I I agree that this was necessary, and I, I don't dispute my involvement, but it wasn't righteous, <clears throat> and I fight for and with righteousness. And I am undeserving of these. And I take my bracers off that have true evil uh, does not yield written on them. Mm -hmm. I take them off and I walk outside. And I take my holy water and my symbol, my holy symbol, and I go to each of the graves and I start to bless them. And then I go to my tent, open up my um, shrine to Orthax. And I start to pray. And I want to spend the rest of the night doing nothing but praying. I'm going to pick up his bracers. Well, I don't think he dropped them. I did. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I left them there. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so you can go ahead and unclick them. Um, yeah. And what, are you, what kind of bracers are they? They are... Are those, are those the ones I did? Yes. Uh, they are, well, it's it's part of my plate armor, adamantine plate armor with ebonite bracers. So theoretically, taking the bracers off wouldn't negate the entirety of the armor. It doesn't have any other effect outside of the armor. Mm -mm. Okay. So you pick up Raphnex's bracers and you can add them to your inventory. <clears throat> if there's, oh, it's the hand. I would like to okay. once everybody leaves my tent. Uh, pray and pour two glasses of wine and set my dagger uh, hush now Lord Seekers uh, place my dagger in front of the altar and place my hand with the holy symbol in it on there and pray and say I'm so sorry what do I need to do give me direction 
before before you're completely alone, um, before I leave, I just like to say, um, I understand. He's gone already, but I understand um, your feelings on this, and I am not trying to be unfeeling and cold. And while I will ask you to leave next time, do not ask me to lie about what is going to happen. Because if it is not, if it's not going to be done, someone has to do it. You want to be and honest? Just walk with out. Everyone departs. Alistair's tent. All of you go and do your respective tasks. The two of you pray at your, the three of you pray at your altars, and as normal, there is no verbal response to any of your prayers. But you you try. The rest of the night passes without interruption. Some of you find sleep. Some of you find restless sleep. Some of you find no sleep. But a new day dawns over the Dune Sea of Abishar. The caravan packs up. Zolor approaches all of you, some of you a little more tired than others, if you'll go ahead and take to a, a point of exhaustion, and asks, Will these strange ones be going back to Tabaxis with us? Or will you be leaving from here? I think we have some unfinished business. <clears throat> what can we, uh, is there anything we can do for you and your people right now? Your presence in the city of Tabaxis was gift enough, great merit. Zolor hopes to see all of you again and to gaze upon your smiling faces. And he, we will return, Zolor. Mm -hmm. We thank you for your help and hospitality. Zolor turns. Meryl, looking at Zolor mm -hmm. as he walks away, there is this dawning moment where his words reverberate in your mind. The fact that most kings require someone to get their hands dirty. Most kings need a master of whispers. Most kings need a deft blade to silence insurrection or issues in their kingdom and it dawns on you just then <coughs> the Tibris didn't the Tibris put the blood on his own hands and did what he thought needed to be done whether you agree with it or not that is the realization we're casting teleportation? Uh -oh. Yep. Oh, I mean, is everybody ready? 12 temporary hit points. And taking... Uh, yes, 12. What's her face also? Elwyn. Yeah. Elwyn is Elwin. with you. Yeah. Her caravan departs without her. Are we teleporting to Feyroth, or are we using the teleport to try to get out? 
Because that can get us to that dot above Faeroth. Well, the, my concern with that is it's far enough away that we would have to, and it's right beside the Cursed Forest. And I would prefer not to have to deal with that sure. if we don't need to. Sure. Um, that can also get us out, but once it goes back to the willing. Mm-hmm. Does that, everybody, you can get all eight? I mean, if we are able to teleport, I have a second one. Oh, you do have a second one? Uh, we have oh. eighth levels. I have an eighth level spell slot. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Perfect. Disregard. You're, um... Um, if I could, like, as we're waking spell up... Spell storing object wouldn't do anything. Like, I'd like to, uh, my spell uh, yeah, with the approach yeah. Renalia. Okay. Uh, if I could, just a moment, let's see. You may. Um, I admire you in so many ways. And I want you to know that any nothing that happened last night affects that I see you as a friend and ally and family. Thank you for making hard choices. And then I'd like to go up to Nicholas. Okay. So, no, I, I look up to you in almost every respect as a mage, as an artist. I just need you to know that. I appreciate that. On. Artist. You cast teleport. Yeah. Where are you teleporting to exactly? Um, specifically? I would like to. Okay, so how, how is this going to work? Because we're relatively familiar with Feyroth itself. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, I would like to teleport to about half a mile outside the city. Sure. Um, how far away was Remus's hideout? Oh, it was a few miles. If I recall, it was several hours' journey. Mm-hmm. There's also a good amount of woods leading up to the gates, correct? Mm, yes, because the yeah, cause the woods butt all the way up to Faeroth. But it's not the cursed forest at that point. It's just woods. Well, what about the tree? The I was going to say the tree that Old Moots uh, was at. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was far enough out, Simon. That was Simon. Simon yeah. That was yeah, Simon, Simon Silvertone. You're right. Yeah. That was within eyeshot, but far enough away. Yep. Okay. So does that sound good to everybody before I mm-hmm. uh, relay that? You all, including Elwyn, feel this magical energy culminate around you, and then you feel yourself shifted to the west and stand at the crossroads where you met Simon Silvertone, mm-hmm. the city of Faeroth within view. Hmm? He's not around though, is he? No, he's not. Um, really quick, and I would imagine you approach the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we're approaching, we are going back to Tyve Axis after this, yes? Like, that's where we're headed back to? Um, it yes. depends on where Elwyn would like to go, I thought. Because I think she's, isn't she taking Well, she had traveled to Tyve Axis, so I assume she still has her people are still Oh, okay, yes, yeah, And I imagine they would go back to Tyve Axis once all that was concluded, yes? Yeah, okay. okay. So as you approach, the walls outside the city of Faeroth are both formidable and stunning. The walls stretch roughly 50 feet up and are intricately carved with some some pale gray, unfamiliar stone. The walls are bristling with guards who are armed to the teeth and obviously appear to be very well trained. 
but you approach the gate of Faroth, where there is a guard standing watch. All of you approach Elwyn, however, unless there's no objections, steps forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. She looks at the guard and begins to speak in a, I believe, an unfamiliar tongue to all of you. Undercommon. After a few seconds and some back and forth between her and the guard, he gestures for the gates to be opened. The doors roll back and the city of Faroth is open to you. You step inside and can see a relatively familiar city, a city that you have been in once before. There are many mercantiles and merchants throughout the city, citizens coming and going. The difference between this and most cities that you're in is that most of the citizens in Faroth all appear to be very wealthy very affluent, very well-dressed. There are some people who are obviously more of the serving class. But, you step through the main streets as Elwyn silently guides you towards Rivas's mansion inside of Faroth. However, your attention is drawn elsewhere. As you pass the area where the main gate of King Mortimus the Man, the Mad, resides. You can see as several of the common folk are rapidly approaching it, but not stepping quite <coughs> onto the, the cobblestones, almost as if they're waiting for something. <coughs> Elwyn, intrigued, unless there's a, any objections, begins to walk over and kind of blend with the crowd. Can I guess what's about to happen? Can you guess? Can Robbie guess? Is that what you're asking? Kind of. Can Alistair like infer that there's about to be a bunch of slaves marched up on this stage? He can. <clears throat> then I'm going to walk up to Elwyn and say, Elwyn, if I see this, I'm going to put a jump on a plan that's been in motion for a while that I agreed to wait on. I'm going to keep moving. Okay. So... The sight of the great threshold to the deep throne would have been ominous enough. However, the feeling of tense anxiety the feelings of tense anxiety are amplified when you hear the undeniable sound of an army marching through the darkness and into the light. After only a few seconds, the reflections of cold steel can be seen glinting from within the gateway. A column of dark elves clad in full battle regalia stride through the yawning portal and emerge to the sound of thunderous applause by the locals of Faroth. One dark elf leads them. A dark elf wearing a nightmarish arachnid creature as a helm. Amongst the many hoots and praises, you can hear the name King Felvalen and Greyheart being hurled at the leading Dark Elf. 
the column stomps in place for three beats, then falls silent with tactical precision. Before long, a small group of Ferothi guards emerge from the crowd, being led by a handsome dark elf who appears to be in his early twenties. The crowd grows quiet as the whispered name Prince Vaxmel can be heard. The king and prince embrace and seem to greet each other well out of earshot. After the two are reunited, King Felvalin removes his helmet, exposing the face of a dark elf only slightly into his midlife. King Felvalin turns and addresses the people of Feyroth with a strong and commanding voice. People of Feyroth, people of the Deep Throne, my people, the Imperial armies of Alavron are pressing the war front west and are moving closer to us day by day. Although King Tybris has not shown any signs of aggression towards us and seems to be motivated only by his madness and hatred for the Malkar, I will not risk my people's safety. Long ago, the Malkar tried to take this city from us and failed. With no other course of action, they offered us peace and we accepted. The walls of Feyroth shall now be manned by my personal guard, and the armies of the Deep Throne will stand ready to defend what is ours by right of conquest. And the, cheer the crowd cheers. Our blades have been blessed in the wells of beyond reach. The black sun smiles upon us, and the God of Chains has sworn no army of men shall take Feyroth. The crowd cheers huh. yet again. Huh? God of Chains? Huh? What? The God of Chains has what? Triton. No, the God of Chains has what? Has sworn that no army of men shall take Feyroth. Well, the king stuck his head out. Let's not cut it off. <coughs> 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay. Elwyn turns to you and says, There are many spies in the city of Feyroth. Many with arcane talents. If we leave by the same means that we arrived, it's possible that we will be detected. I would advise against it. And with this army arriving, the city will be a bustle. I think that we can slip out without being detected and leave the city by foot. Well, you're leaving. We're not very good at slipping out. <laughs> well, luckily you don't have to be <clears throat> sneaky. You just have to be chill. Just walk with purpose. Make a perception check. Make a perception check. Make a perception check. Mm -hmm. Nine. Oh, Jesus. 
16. The 16 and the 20 get it. Okay. I'm glad I didn't use a luck point on that. As the... Thought we might need them here. As the citizens of Feyroth are still jeering and still cheering as Elwyn is saying all of this to you, you, Renalia, look over her shoulder, and you, Nicholas, look over her shoulder, and notice something that kind of piques your attention. Just slightly. A group of outsiders sit on some crow barrels and crates near an alleyway. They don't seem to be cheering. And they are wearing hoods that heavily mask their face. Are they wear- they're not wearing anything recognizable as being from the city. They're definitely in warrior attire, but... Are they drought? Hard to tell with those hoods up. talking about, or did you not hear Meryl as well? Uh, I heard a part of it. They were a group of outsiders wearing hoods, not cheering, sitting down an alley nearby on some barrels. Wearing warriors attire, not cheering for the king, yeah. <clears throat> How many? We'll say four. Can Wait. I take a... Well, never mind. That'll be concealed. Never mind. You do have <coughs> some dust and disappearance, too. If anybody wants to be sneaky. I feel like that might be better for an emergency trying to get out of here. I mean, I have a lot of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's split up I'd like to like, whisper to Nicholas, if they are here to do something, I would love nothing more than to help them. But we have a reason. A child's life is at stake. I agree. Maybe uh, two of us could see what's going on with them, and then I'm, the rest of us could go... I can leave Alistair's. Or, I, mean, yeah. I can leave Ozark. Ozark says, I can leave Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> I can leave him in a heartbeat. It's just. Have Ozark watch okay. it. Ozark, then. So uh, Ozark will uh, send him invisibly up into the air to circle and keep an eye on those guys and let me know if something happens. Keep an eye or get within earshot of them? Earshot. The second one. Earshot. There we go. And he's invisible? Can he get yes. a rat? Yeah, can he get like a. So it can, but t- uh, no, it takes an action. He can be an invisible rat. Yeah. Are they on a bench? They're on Draws some crates and barrels, and barrels in an alley. Yeah. Crates and barrels in an alley. Okay. That sounds like rat territory. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll scurry around. A posh right. rat. So, no white rat. With gold as rat. all of you depart <laughs> towards Rebus's mansion, you are being given updates by Ozark. Mm-hmm. You get almost to where Elwyn says the mansion is, and Ozark is telling you that they are completely silent. Right up until you almost get to Rebus's mansion, just before it comes into view. And he relays to you a conversation, a very brief conversation, between two of them. And are you looking through his eyes? I can. I'll be deaf and blind. We'll leave. So, we'll leave you I'll lead him. It, yeah, if you can lead me, then I'll go through his eyes. Okay. So... 
Then he pre- he he makes you privy that they're having a conversation. Yeah. Then I'll. So the first thing that you notice, you can't see any of their faces because of the hoods. But then one of them turns their head and speaks to the others. And you can see that this face, the face of a human, is horribly burned right here on his cheek. And he says, we need to move. A big one sitting on a barrel, the biggest of the four, says, we're not doing anything until we get the signal. And then they fall silent again. Do I do something that might put my foot in my mouth? Squeak. Wouldn't recommend it. Do I do something stupid? I think you should recommend it. This time. Put maybe it towards the group. Maybe. Okay, I'll put it converse. to the group. I'll say, they're about to move as soon as they get the signal. If they knew that they had powerful allies, they might be very, very you know, useful allies when we decide to take our vengeance on the city. I can tell them to meet us somewhere and have a discussion. And we could potentially have allies for our future mission of taking the city. If Are you saying this out loud? Whispering it, but yes. Elwyn is there? Yes. She pipes up. Okay. Nothing is more important than securing Ares. And that will be nearly impossible if I don't stop this. The city will be on lockdown if they attack. If they are going to attack, then it will cause chaos and we can slip out. I need to get Ares now. It's, um, you, you're absolutely right. What I'm reluctant about is that we don't know their intentions, and they could be here... As a means of stopping us. We also don't. This is magic. We also let don't Ozark know how many they number. They're waiting for a signal, but we don't know from what. Yeah. Let's, let's okay. have Ozark keep keeping tabs because the fight breaks up. We get Ares and Elwyn out mm-hmm. and come back. Uh, okay. Whatever they have planning, they're not about to take this entire city tonight. <clears throat> well, fuck this goat once they're holding the horns then. Wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The guy was a human. Mm-hmm. A horrible human. Human with a burn. There was a, a, also a very large man there, but nobody that Alistair would recognize. Mm-hmm. No. Even if you relayed what the human looked like, well, I mean, he would have seen them. But yeah, even if he said, "Ah, oh, he's got a pointed nose," yada yada yada. No. Um, okay, so get out of the distraction. Did he, have, did he have any accent or anything that may infer where he's from? Malcar. Malcar. Okay. I think I, I think Elwyn's right. We get out with yeah. distraction. Keep tabs. I, I, I and wanna, let's go. I just want to make sure it wasn't like a false flag thing against Alvaron or no, something. Keep, like that. keep keep us updated. Keep tabs. But let's um, go. All right. Um, I, I need you to. <laughs> I just kind of I'm leading my blind friend along. Tap me twice once we're in the door. Okay. All right. Keeping tabs. So top with the chaos. Approaching the the mansion and looking at it, obviously. You can see that it is among one of the most beautiful mansions in Feyroth. It is a two-story home that is ornately decorated, even into the woodwork and the panels on the walls. A hedge garden sits outside with a small iron gate. Only two guards stand at the door. And Elwyn without any word to any of you, boldly approaches these two guards. I'm right behind her. Okay. 
She speaks yet again in a language unfamiliar to you. But one thing that you do catch is that the guard, in response to her initial statement, uses her name. Elwyn. And they are you are all invited in to Rebus's mansion. As you enter this lavished hallway, this vestibule, you're immediately greeted by several servants who offer to take your clothing or your weapons or anything like that if you would like, but it is not forced. Okay? Elwyn speaks to them in undercommon. One of them politely bows her head and begins to lead. You walk throughout this mansion, which is more of the same from the outside exterior, a lavished mansion on the inside. You pass a dining room where there is these apples and oranges and different fruits, maybe a a cheese plate, wine, anything that anyone could ever want. What surprises you is turning into one of the rooms, you can see what is a room that is obviously dedicated to not the residence, not the sleeping place, but the play of a child. Sitting at a miniature table, reading a book, is a a beautiful, young, possibly of multiple origins, but a, a dark elf, young girl. She looks up, sees all of you, even Elwyn, and has this look of surprise on her face. No recognition for any of you. The servant who led you in politely bows and steps out of the room, closing the door behind her. I'll just look at Elwyn. Now, watches aren't a thing. <laughs> I'll point to the sundial on my wrist and just go... I'd like to wave at the child as we come in. Just friendly. She waves back. Alwyn looks at all of you for confirmation and then separates from the group. Did you have something? No, just wheels are turning. Please go ahead. Um, Alwyn separates from the group, walks up to who you would obviously assume is Ares. Kneels, gets down on her level. Ares politely sets the book down on the table in front of her. And Elwyn speaks. Ares, my name is Elwyn. I knew your mother very well. She was one of my closest friends. And then she kind of reaches up and just brushes some hair out of the girl's face. And she says... You look so much like her. And it's at that point that you can hear the small child speak. You knew my mother. Yes, my dear. I knew her very well. I want you to know that your father is gone. And that I will be taking care of you now. Kind of this dejected look 
from Ares as she says, Father's been gone a long time, not quite grasping what Elwyn is saying. I don't want to take you if you're happy here. I would like for you to go with me, but I will not take you. The girl seems to think for a moment, then just nods her head yes. All right. And let's be on our way to your new home. She rises, looks at you, Renalia, and kind of gestures towards the window. <laughs> you walk over to the window. Yeah. Are we busting out the window? You could open it. Yes. She's under the impression that they would detect any magic that we were to use. It's a risk, and as I said, we have found ourselves in quite opportune. Mm-hmm moment. Fair enough. Okay, I open the window. If the need arises, you open the window? Yep, open the window. Who goes out first? I will. Okay. Well, is it close clear? All that stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. You step out into the hedge garden at the rear of the mansion. And you get the vibe that since there's not a guard out here, you, the gears are turning in your head and you're kind of realizing that maybe Revis liked to keep a low profile in his home. Mm-hmm. Probably why it's not guarded quite as well as you might have thought. But all of you exit through the window, Elwyn holding Ares in her arms and then setting her down, holding her hand. Ares, this look of giddy excitement, anticipation as she's going on an adventure, a perceived adventure. Mm-hmm. And you walk out into the streets of Faeroth. Hope they don't know Zark. Nothing. They are still sitting there silent. Nothing. They are still sitting there silent. <laughs> I suggest we perhaps don't go past our friends. Again. Whatever the direct line is out of the city, we need to get out. I well, just not past. The I just am going to follow Elwyn until otherwise needed. Mm-hmm. Elwyn leads. As she walks through the city streets, you can see that there is a level of anxiousness and nervousness on Elwyn's face as she's hoping that this child isn't recognized and that no questions are asked. But, fairly quickly, you find yourselves at the gates of Faeroth. Still ajar as a caravan of merchants is going through. Elwyn slips out the door gently coercing Ares to her left in between her and the wagon as she slips past the guard. So she used the wagon to like discreetly get out, is what you're saying? For Ares. Mm-hmm. Okay. She put Ares between her and the wagon. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's not putting her in the wagon. She's, she's just using that as a buffer between her and the two guards. Okay. Mm-hmm. You walk out Outside of Faeroth, looking over your shoulder, anxiously, hoping and praying that that guard is perhaps more focused on the merchant who's now entering, and find that no questions are raised. 
you're almost back at the fork in the road when you take, some of you, take a final glance at Faroth. A swift breeze jostles the trees around you as you stand just outside of Faroth. By this time, the sun is set, or see, it would have been the morning, so I guess that's not the case. We'll say that you took a little bit of time before you left to prepare and spent a little longer in the city. Maybe this day's particularly short. Either way. Shorts are short in Feyroth. Yes. (laughs) They're shorter in Feyroth. Everybody's busy. (laughs) A swift breeze jostles the trees around you as you stand just outside of Feyroth. The cool early night air fills your lungs before your skin begins to prickle. And you freeze. Silently, you stand as a familiar sound of massive wings buffeting the air surrounds you. Fuck. This is work still in there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he have fire immunity? The silhouette. Let's turn this up a little bit. The silhouette of Maldrix carves through the air like a blade through the soft flesh of a beating heart. He flies low and fast with such terrible speed his blurred form looks like a bleak black bolt of lightning. Within seconds Maldrix reaches the gates of Faeroth and vomits a stream of molten bile that stretches from the gates to the opposite wall. Looks like you got your wish. Pass after pass, he unleashes rivers of death upon the rooftops of Faeroth. Amongst the wails and screams, you can hear soldiers yelling, retreat, retreat, back through the undergate, retreat, before being silenced by smoke and ruin. When this city appears to be nothing more than an ivory bowl of melted bronze, Maldrix perches atop one of the few walls still standing and speaks. Flee! Flee, little ants! Return to your hole in the ground! No king or god shall save you! I am nourished by your terror and feast upon your agony! Kings and gods fear me equally! And he lets out a torrent of fire that stretches across the city. 
They both know the terror of my name and fear to speak it aloud. Hear my name and know that it is death. I am Maldrix. And he unleashes another torrent of flame. Maldrix fills the sky with flames and then gazes upon his work. You turn and see Elwyn has clutched Ares tight and close to her so that she cannot see the destruction. From Elwyn's lips, four whispered words fall like feathers on a blanket of snow. No army of man. That's where we're in the session. Mm-hmm. If you're out there in listening land, we appreciate you. Bye. The scene is a busy city streets. Merchants coming and going, guards protecting the merchants, and here we see two travelers in search of wares. Oh, Robicus! Robicus! We've traveled hither and yon and found not for our needs of Funko Pops and Warhammer. Yes, Caelius, nay have we found our Dungeons and Dragons minis, dice, and other accessories, nor a place to play this fabled game of Warhammer. What is a group to do? Look there! Gods! Gods which could answer our our question and help us along on this quest! He kept saying that it was an arrow to the knee, but I think he just ran out of paid vacation. Gods! 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 Gods. We need four Funko Pops! And Warhammer! Dragons, minis, and accessories! Are you, were your parents inbred? You should know by now that you have to go to Coco's, collectibles, and more! What are you, tourists, or worse, adventurers, or worse, <laughs> metagamers? They are right, Kylius. Of we course, have known. of course, we've heard of Cody's collectibles and more. Why it can be found where? Oh, at 1225 Snow Street, Suite 14 in Oxford, Alabama. Hot meat for sale. Scene. Hey guys, visit us at cocosandmore.com or come see us in person at Cody's Collectibles and More at 1225 Snow Street, Oxford, Alabama, Suite 14. Feel free to also follow us on any of our social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for all of your Dungeons & Dragons, Funko Pop, and Warhammer needs.